We finally made it happen. Yes, we did. All right, check, 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 check. You mind talking into your mic? Check, one, check. Two, this one, is two. apropos AP. One, yo, yo, yo. Perfect. On the loudest one. I like eat the, <laughs> I eat the mic. It's a real problem. <laughs> I'm a low talker, so I'm going to just say that now. I'm oh, I'm turning your shit way up. We good. I'm just talking low as hell. <laughs> we, good, we good. And we smoked a little bit. So I, <laughs> I understand. See, I'm such a loud person. I like the smoking because I'm like, all right, now I can be chill a little bit. Yeah, like, I'm just a fucking out. boisterous person. That's what makes me a comedian. All right. It's the day before Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. We're in Detroit. Welcome, by the way. Thank you very much. Welcome to the city, man. Yeah, Detroit showed me more love than any other city, so thank you. It yeah. means a lot. And I got to hear you guys' project, man. which Appreciate was it. a masterpiece. <laughs> I, uh, man, thank you, bro. Appreciate no, that, for bro. real. Like, it's, uh, I said this when I was listening to it, but I feel like it's a lane that's completely untapped, and it's also not one that feels like you forced yourself into it. It just mm-hmm. feels like natural and unique which i don't think happens a lot in music right now mm-hmm. i agree appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of it uh, uh right now it's untitled yeah it's untitled um, right now okay me, me, gully and i really come from the background of soul you know what i'm saying uh so it's gonna incorporate the word soul is going to be in in that album all right you know what i mean in the title 100 uh, percent. but yeah we're, we're coming together uh with a title artwork all that stuff so it's in the works you just wanted to put the art forward. That's right. That's right. That's Isn't that about. like uh that's like the thing you have to realize when you start creating. It's like, oh, cool, I can create the thing. But then there's so much other shit yeah. after it that you have to figure out. There's definitely more. Cause I like, <laughs> I'm real specific on like presentation for show. How did you guys link up originally? At the Bruiser House. Yeah, I think we just met at Danny's. House. Yeah. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So you guys can't. That house is fun. So, no, hold on, though. Because I was a fan of, of Gully before I, I met him. Um, oh, I around the L- <laughs> LNS time, I think, when LNS came out. Was that like 2019, 2018-ish? I think Year, 2020. Tw- 2020, yeah. Um, I just remember like getting the album, and then he was over at the house. And then he had heard about me, too. So he's like, yeah, you sing, right? Like I was like, oh, wait, you're Gully. Like, yeah, it just happened. When you at the house, you just end up running into yeah. anybody. The uh-huh. Bruiser House is yeah. crazy for that, where it's like you don't know what the person's background's That's gonna right. be, you know. But everyone there is there for a purpose. Yeah, so many talented people, um, you know, walk through that front door. Uh, yeah, met a lot of um, people uh, from Detroit, uh, not from Detroit. Um, super talented people walk through that door, man. All right, let's uh, let me go deeper before we get into the other shit. How sure. did you guys first get in contact with Bruiser House, Bruiser Brigade, Danny? Shit. Um, well, I used to rap back in the day, like in a group called Nightmerica. So, like, we used to always like do like events and shit like that. But like, it would be like these bruiser shows. Like, we would get booked for and shit like that. We just end up being cool with niggas. So, like, you know, I've I've known Trip and like Jus for a while. You know what I'm saying? But like, this one day Jus just hit me up. Was just like, yo, I'm trying to fuck with you on some beats. So, like. He just came and picked me up. I played him a few. He picked uh, what was it, like Destiny, and that was just like it's been there. For up. <laughs> it's been up since. <laughs> for sure. Um, I 
get my hair cut uh, from BMO. Um, oh, really? Uh, yeah. uh, so in 2019 or 2020, it was around the time, it was around January of, of 2020, um, I started getting my hair cut by him. I'm telling him about music and stuff. He's not even telling me anything about like Bruiser. I don't even know he knows like Danny or anything. Yeah. I play him some of my stuff and he sees me on The Voice. I was on The Voice season 19. And when I came back, he was like, yo, man, like, you know, just want to let you know, like, you know, I know some people, like, I think you should come by the house. I was like, oh, yeah, what, what's up? Like, uh, he's like, yeah, man, like, you know, I'm cool with Brown. And I was like, oh, shit, Danny Brown? Like, yeah, like, what's up? Like, let's, you know. And um, one night uh, he hit me up and he told me that Zaloopers, who I was a huge fan of, I've been a huge fan of, of, of Zaloopers, like, for uh, ever since, like, Z Ghetto, like, and all that shit came out back in the day. He was like, yeah, like, I'm over at the house with Z and, and Black Noise. I'm like, wait, what? Like, he's like, come through. So I literally, cut, I go there with my roommate, uh, Cove. And, bro, me and Z record a song in one night. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> that um, first night. and that Yeah, that first night. And then from that day forward, like, maybe, like, three or four times a week, me and Zaloopers and Black Noise would, would record a music. Ended up, uh, um, Danny came, uh, would come over a few times have some writing sessions with him, like where he's, you know, doing his thing and everybody's all just, you know, vocalizing, harmonizing, all that stuff and writing. And it just turned into a, a, a friendship, man. Um, and uh, just a creative, um, you know, friendship, brotherhood type thing. And I got to be on so many different people's projects like Bruiser Wolf. Yeah, Wolf was the first um, time yeah. I like really checked yep. your shit out, yep. which is so funny because you were talking about the voice and shit. Yeah. And I was saying this before, but literally like, on my way over here, I told my grandmother yeah. I was coming over here, and she was a huge fan of you. That's from so that crazy! Show. Hey, shout out to what's her name? Uh, Gloria. Shout out to Gloria. Thank you so much. Um, I'm so glad you you watched uh, me me on the voice. Yeah, but That's I wonderful. Just, it's funny, small world type yeah, no, shit. It is. Like, it is. It is. and I thought you guys, especially from the chemistry and the music, it's funny how you guys connected through that too, because it would seem like crazy. I don't know. Maybe it's ignorance, but it seems like how long ago was that that you guys met? Twenty twenty. Yeah, it seems like there would be longer history from the the music that is being made. What's crazy about Detroit is like you hear about and you, you know, like we knew who each other were. We just never were in the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. That's how it is. That's how yeah, it is. You run into anybody. You know, like I know he did yeah. beats. I knew he rapped. Yeah. He knew I sang. You don't rap music. anymore. <laughs> is he retired? Hey, he has bars, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go check Sometimes out some of your around and say some <laughs> Why'd like, you retire? <laughs> and, uh, okay, so when I rapped first, like it was cool, but like when I started making beats, like I got more out of that than I was with rapping. You know what I'm saying? It was just like when I started doing that shit, I was like, "This is it! Like this is what I want to do." Mm. I mean, yeah, I'll be fucking around, but, like, I don't be, like, I'm not going to draw no project or no songs. Mm. Or shit. I got songs, but it's just, they going to stay. It was like head. that was a step to you finding your real passion. Yeah, yeah, in my opinion, yeah. But, I mean, maybe one day. Yeah. I might come back. I was, I was reading other shit. You've been doing it for a minute. Like, you were since a kid, like, music. Like, yeah. Like, you've I've been, been singing and shit. Like, yeah, I uh, started playing piano when I was seven and then joined a band after high school. I was in a band called Soul Divide. We did, you know, fairly well around the city. Just rock, like modern rock, alternative rock, 
yeah, some classic rock type sounds. Oh, did that from like 2010 until 2015, 16, mm-hmm. and then 2017 or 2018, I got signed to a label uh, overseas called uh, I Am Sound Records, um, uh, indie label, um, and I did an album with them, and that kind of started my solo career. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but. As of right now, started um, in the church and shit. I did start in the church. Because uh, that was something I wanted to ask you. It's funny you yeah. brought up those tape, the cassette tapes yeah. and shit. Because I always find uh, the relationship between religion and music interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, it's a, it's, it's so uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, like the majority of our ancestors started with church and then moved over to something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. You still like even like to like. Before, later, like, and now, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's always some church influence in the music. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. And like, I don't even. may not be religious, but, like. It, and I'm not super religious. Yeah. I, uh, but I, I'm not. I, I hate the, like, spiritual religious debate. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. What, what am I? Like, yeah. Uh, like, I feel you. I'll literally, you. but it's like, all right. But I do have this thought where it's like music did for, like, the only time you could hear music for the first time. Was like in churches. I feel not churches. A religious okay ceremonies. Because yeah. true, but like honestly, I know the very first artist I ever heard ever, and it was Rick James. That was it. Went from Rick James got banned to like James Brown, and uh, you know what I'm saying. You remember the first moment? I remember the yeah, first. Yeah, the first moment I heard Rick James for sure. Like I was like I don't know, probably like two or three. Like <laughs> I remember that shit for sure. For sure. Like I had like CDs. Cassettes, like my dad yeah. would just make me like, like these like random mixes with a bunch of like old songs, and so like I would just listen to that all day as a kid. Mm. For sure, since sure. yeah, <laughs> I see, sure. I see, <laughs> see where you are today from that. What was your first memory of music? Yeah, um, honestly, classical man, because I started playing piano when I was like six, seven, so my first pieces were like Beethoven, and, you know. Bach, stuff like that. So that's that's the most memorable from my childhood. Mm. You know what I mean? But after that, um, like I would say the first like CDs and stuff that I bought, like tapes and stuff, like uh, Sublime, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Nas, Tupac, like a lot of like 90s stuff. You know what I mean? It's funny that you say you realize it with him, and then I'm thinking I realize it about you and myself. Okay. Like, your musical tastes are kind of set in stone from the beginning. Like, yeah. as much as you want to be yeah. like, I can change your them. Your parents have a lot of influence on your music now. Because yeah, so. my first memory of music is my dad playing me Touch the Sky. Oh, really? Yeah. The, and oh, you're talking about the. Um, I'm talking about Kanye. Oh, like, Kanye's okay. Oh, I thought <laughs> like my first like real memory. Like yeah. I knew all the words to the Predator by Ice Cube when I was four years old. Huh? Like no, when I was in middle school, I used to bang NWA. I used to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. I remember in fourth grade, I got like in real trouble. Because we got to design our own pillows, and I designed an East Coast versus West Coast ah! rap pillow, and literally my teacher made me throw it out, like made me redo that shit. Yeah, she she haters. you a hater, teacher. <laughs> literally, hater. that's why I always get mad. Not mad, but when people are like, I don't know, like I got asked if I was a Griselda plant, like an industry oh, plant. God, Jesus. <laughs> 
Like literally, oh, I got asked that seriously, wow. and I was like, "I just love this shit." And these y'all are y'all the gotta memories. chill out with that. Like, Come on, what is that? <laughs> that Those be the people without any type of passion about anything. <laughs> Those are the people that wish they were an industry player. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice to get paid for it, but it's like yeah, I do it because I love it, and that's mostly what it is. Yeah. You I seem mean, anything you do should be off love for sure. You believe Meek Mill only made eleven million dollars in ten years off music? I don't know, probably. <laughs> it, no, I, I don't even really came have. Out I don't have an estimated like guess. Yesterday, I don't, I don't know. Oh, word. And uh, he literally he came out yesterday, and it's like the DJ Khaled thing, being like he didn't make music for like mm-hmm. the first fifteen years of his like professional career. Like, man, that really, really depends on the type of deal the man made. Made, you know, what I'm saying in the beginning, you know, what I'm saying we can't really judge. We don't know what he signed. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean. So yeah, those are his numbers. I don't know. But that's some real shit where it's like. You can get fucked early if you sign to exactly. a shitty no, exactly. thing. Exactly. Because. Nah, because I remember Cash Doll was in like a shitty deal for like years. She was just. It took, that's why it took her so long to actually like drop music because she was waiting to get out that mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to watch what she signed. For sure. Yeah. And that's the real. got to unlock the door. My manager's coming. Yeah, of course. But that's the real thing about like. Sticking with your passion. Like it. Like. If you hopefully stick to what you're doing, it will pay off in the end. Hopefully. Like, hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, if you, I mean, honestly, if you, like, love something, you're just going to do it without even thinking about it. It's just, it's like, it's just impulse. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I get up and make beats. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, I don't got to be asked to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I feel like. Sometimes the people go further, like, who stick to it, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes people just, like, look at it as a hobby. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? All right. The reason I say that is because, like, I feel like when you find something that's working, you're really happy about it. And then it gets to a certain point where, like, I thought I'd be, like, being able to live off this easier. And then you're, like... That's when your brain starts looking for, like, the easy way out with money, which will sign you to something that will then fuck you in the end. But if you stick through it, hopefully if you you can raise your worth. Yeah, off top, off top. Honestly, like, people should, like, I don't know, take two steps back when they get into situations like that and, like, think about what you're doing. And honestly, really think about that situation and, like, what is it benefiting? What's the pros and cons? I agree. Most people don't really make pros and cons lists. On anything they do. Mm-hmm. I kind of do that on everything I do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So. Do you I, think about your longevity or do you just like you're doing it in the moment? Day. So you. Every day. Every day I think Sorry. about my longevity for sure. <laughs> it's like something I can't not think about <laughs> for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. For I've sure. always, uh, along those lines, I've always said like, it's not about making millions. It's not about, uh, you know, being a millionaire or trying to hit Forbes list or trying to hit the billboard charts. To me, it's just all about being able to um, provide and have, you know, stability uh, for me and my family doing something I love, which is music. You know what I mean? Um, so, that you know, when I think of longevity, I'm like, okay, I just need and have to get to the point to where I can survive, my family can survive off of my gift, which is doing music. So mm-hmm. that's, that's my long-term goal. Do you feel like there's a point that you hit – in success where you do have to be like, well, for me to get to that next big le- level, I do have to sacrifice time. Uh, like I have to. 
I agree. I, I mean, I'm kind of in that right now. What I'm noticing is like as I'm, you know, making more moves and bigger moves, the thing that I'm sacrificing right now, um, I've been doing so many shows out of state and being in front of so many different people that are not in Detroit. And I have so much love for Detroit. And I want people to understand that I have a Detroit gift of soul and Motown and, and, and um, just that black, you know, late 50s, early 60s, you know, sound. And what I'm sacrificing is understanding that you do have to get out of the city to, you know, get a name for yourself. And um, it's been kind of bittersweet, man, to be honest, because I've wanted so much love from, you know, from Detroit for a very long time. And in the past year, I've gotten so much love elsewhere. And then, you know, it kind of trickles down to the people in Detroit. Oh, I see him doing his thing. Oh, he out and blah, 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 doing his thing. And so I feel like that's for everybody. Yeah, you got to sacrifice that. I feel like at hometown, like, it's just niggas is looking at you like, yeah, like, look, Know what I thought about one time? Like, um, Snoop Dogg comes here. That's a big fucking deal. But Snoop Dogg in California is probably not as big of a deal because they see that nigga every day. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right, right. like he's yeah. in the community. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even like you know, Big Sean. I mean, like, of course, Big Sean. You know, it's a big deal. But like, I'm sure he's way. It's more of a big deal somewhere else than it is. Here. He's there every day. Like, you know what I'm saying? I told yeah. And also, people have. Uh, preconceived notions or they remember you when you weren't as good. There you go. So then they see you now mm-hmm. and, and it's like, like, oh, damn. But I, their memories are from that first right. moment of you. They're not on the journey with you because, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Facts. Yep. Facts. Because if they were on the journey with you, they'd understand. Yeah. That's why you get love from, yeah. like, people out of state is because, like, yeah. they're like, oh, shit, when he comes here, he's really working to get mm-hmm. there. I, I never got yeah. love in my town. Mm-hmm. Until I got love, like, out yeah. of my town. I mean, I'll say, like, for me, it took a while, but now, for sure, like, the city be, like, holding me down. Like, oh, absolutely. For sure, the city be holding me down. Yeah, because once you get, re- once they're like, all right, you did it, okay, you got respect somewhere else, we'll accept you now. Oh, boy, yeah. no, Paris and shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, well it's French. funny that you said that, that you're only realizing it now, because, like... All right, the voice. That's something that you really do, I feel like, have to put yourself out of a comfort zone oh of, God. like, being a local Very much person. So. Signing with a label in Europe, same yeah. thing. So it's funny that you're, like, you say you're realizing it now because I feel like that's something that's been on your mind for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, to me, it's just, uh, this whole year has just been a whole, like, you know, they say, like, turn over a new leaf type thing. Um, I feel like it's the other side of the leaf in my career. Um, so I guess it's just hitting me the most this year mm. um, just because so many great things are happening, um, you know, behind the scenes and in front. What so, was the turning point? The turning point this year, um, I did, well, first off, I did about seven months sober. Um, so that helped a lot. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, that was that was really good. Um, I needed that break. Just clear my mind, um, get my weight up, you know what I'm saying, hit the gym. Um, but what, uh, after that, I would say, um, just determination and motivation. And, uh, like you brought up, uh, thinking about your longevity. I think that's the biggest part of this year was just thinking, okay, how am I going to do this to survive later on? You know, I'm 33, man. It's my Jesus year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Christ was 33 when he died. Um, I feel that, uh, I only laugh because he laughed. Oh, oh, angry. oh no. Oh, no. I mean, on the record, it's, on the record, it's all I good. I laughed first. That was, that, was a, that was a shout out to uh, yeah. Jessica Caremore. Uh, she wrote a, a poem called uh, Jesus Year. Um, 
I did not know that piece of information. But yeah, nigga, you were at the show. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I she do don't remember know who she is. We are here. Chill out, man. But no, um, no, it, it just that that those two things I, I would say uh, were really the turning point. And I just I don't know, man. Got some fire under my ass, and just I'm I'm working. We working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and to be to be real, to throw it, you know, back and forth, like. I've seen a change in my brother too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I saw it hit literally in December. I remember he put up this tweet. He said like, this is my Ocho Cinco year or something. <laughs> remember you said that? What'd you say, dog? Uh, remember yeah, you said, I mean, that's yeah, my, you, that's my screen. Saying, yeah. You uh, said, yeah. He said, I'm, I'm going Ocho Cinco this year. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Question marks. He like, said, I'm going Ocho Cinco this year. And that's, and, and that's what he, man, that's what I he mean, did. You've been like, doing um, crazy. Why? I mean, my, my, my homie played Boiler Room and shit this year, bro. Really? Congrats, yeah, yeah. man. Thanks. Appreciate that. But, uh, Appreciate yeah. That. So, so I'm, just, I'm just saying, bro. We both, yeah. you know. No, I had a, I mean, yeah, I appreciate the year I had for sure, for sure. Like, I did Boiler Room. Uh, shit, we got majority of this project done for sure. But uh, what was the turning point in your life? Because it's funny that you hit it right around the same time. Shit. Like, when I just, what, like. That you were like, I'm going to, I'm going hard. Yeah. Shit, man, that's been years now, man. Like, <laughs> like, uh. All right, when did you make the decision for yourself? Because everybody in life has to make the decision for themselves that they'll take themselves seriously. And that's a big thing I like to uh, ask. When was that moment in people's life? Loki, I remember this one time, um, like back when I was doing the Nightmare thing. So at that point, I was making beats and rapping, but like, I will say I've never produced anything for myself. I don't know. Like, I could go rap on, like, like a DAG beat or, like, I was working with DAG at the time. Um, or, like, Future Logic, who I was at the time. Like, like you know, I could do that. But, like, I don't know. I couldn't produce for myself for shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really, like, fuck with my beats for a while until, like, one day, like, we was at, like, this Vice um, Detroit thing they had. And we was like, it was at the Russell, and we was all people was playing music and all that jazz. So by the time we got there, like I had like my little DJ controller, and like I just started playing some of the Nightmare tracks that we had. But after I played those tracks, nobody was really trying to play no more tracks. So I just started playing beats. So like after I played like a few beats, uh, I mean I knew Z at the time, but like we didn't really had no type of relationship. You know what I'm saying? So like. uh I just uh, played a beat and that nigga Z was like, who beats is this? And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, it was like, and then like, uh, they was just like, oh, that's gully shit, this, that, and the third. And then like a few people start walking up, you know what I'm saying, this, that, and the third. And then like, I just remember uh, mad niggas was trying to fuck with me on some beat shit and that nigga Z was just like, hold on, I discovered this first. <laughs> he was like, nah, man, me and Gully about to work, nigga. I don't care what y'all niggas talking about. I don't care what y'all niggas talking about. But like, it was just uh, that was at the after that moment, I was just like, oh, all right, you know. So maybe why'd I you play with... beats that night? I don't know. I had no other shit to play from Nightmare, so it was just like I just started playing beats because nobody else wanted to like play anything else. And I don't know. I just <laughs> see what niggas if somebody wanted to fuck with me or some shit. But low key, that's how I ended up linking with uh, Nolan and Ninja because uh, he like he wasn't in the crowd with like everybody like talking shit. Like he kind of came to me and was just like, yo, like I'm trying to fuck with you. And I was just like. All right, bet you know what I'm saying. Then like I ended up uh, linking with him and making um, Grammy off uh, the Yin Project, and that was like my first placement. So like I was just like, all right, you know, like 
that was like my actual like track on vinyl and shit like that. So I was just like, I was able to show my pops that and shit like. So that was like yeah, one of the yeah. moments that like meant a lot to me for sure. For sure. Do you ever think about if you never played beats that night? If you were just like, oh, I'll play some sh- other shit. Nah, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> Cause I didn't like at the time. I didn't even fuck with them like that. To be honest, like now I was just like, oh, niggas fuck with these. So right. Once I started divine like, intervention. Yeah, that's too. when I had to start getting into like engineering. Cause like, like I'll tell you now, like any producer, like if you're trying to like be up like beats wise and you want placements, you better be able to record niggas. Like that's at the end of the day. Cause it's like. A lot of times out of 10, any other engineer, they only going to really want to work with their beats. You know what I'm saying? To engineer somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes it's a lot of engineers who just engineer. You know what I'm saying? They don't really make beats. And those are the people who, like, mix a lot of people's tracks. But, yeah. like, the producer engineer niggas that you know, they're not really trying to, like, engineer your shit. They're just trying to get the artists on their beats. So it's like, you better mm-hmm. off, you know what I'm saying, just doing it yourself. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So once I start engineering, like, just, like, doing no, uh, recording Nolan and... Uh, a bunch of Shadow Temple artists that I fuck with, like uh, like Adolf Jen, Amber Shane, and um, Must Pay Phone, uh, Mike Ford. Like uh, those are like the people. What up, Mike? <laughs> Shout out my nigga Mike. Well, that nigga can rap his ass off. I'm gonna say that every time. But uh, we have a track on Gully's uh, upcoming album. What yeah, up, Mike? Yeah, that's that's gonna happen. Talk yeah. to me nice coming soon. But uh, oh, a separate project. Yeah, I got my own project. I'm yeah. working on uh, called Talk to Me Nice. It's like uh, my next album for sure, for sure. That's Bruiser as well. Possibly. Yeah, that's definitely Bruiser. Like, JUS just hit me <laughs> up, but we'll talk about that later for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who else you got on it? Uh, Z's on it. Um, Zaloopers. Uh, Nolan and Ninja's on it. Uh, Givens. What up, Nolan? Uh, Who else on there? Oh, JUS, of course. JUS. For sure, for sure. My nigga JUS. Shout out my nigga JUS. Dog. That's my nigga for real, dog. That nigga looked out for sure, for sure. Cause he just hit me up, just like yo, it's about that time. You know, I'm just like, oh, all right. And he's so low key. Yeah, so it's just like we'll talk about that later. <laughs> later. <laughs> later. <laughs> you were talking. All right, talking about shows out of state. I do want to bring up the one that you were just at that you were talking yeah. about with fucking. That was called represent a night of hip hop, jazz, and spoken word, and um. I shared the stage uh, with Jessica Caramore, um, who's an amazing um, friend, um, mentor. Um, just I just love her. Uh, Jessica Caramore. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Jessica Caramore um, invited me um, to share the stage, and we performed one of her songs, uh, which is uh, soon to be released on Talib Kweli's label, uh, called Rock and Roll Nigga, man. And it's this crazy, crazy rock uh, project um, with rock vocals um, sang by Stephanie Christian. Shout out to her. And spoken word from Jessica Caremore. And it, it is an amazing project. I can't wait for, for, for you to hear that. Um, so I sang that song with her. And then uh, we performed Simple, which I know you uh, told me. I was very happy when I saw you last night at Danny's. You were, you, you said like, that Simple song was, it was it, dope. Yeah. I, I appreciate that, man. Uh, so we sang that live um, in front of like three thousand people, man. It was it was it was so beautiful. You ever wake up and have one of those days that you just wish there was someone there to talk to or a way to just figure something out that you can't in your life? And 
Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual like that. But there are things to help you out, like BetterHelp. BetterHelp has therapists that are trained to help you figure out your challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has helped 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, accessible anywhere, and 100% online. Everyone deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. As the world's largest therapy service, they've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. All the benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. It's there, right for you, right there. So get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash bucked up. That's BetterHelp, E-H-E-L-P dot com slash bucked up, B-U-C-K-E-D-U-P. Make sure to get the help that you need with better help. Let's get back into it. It was so beautiful. Um, but other people on the lineup, uh, Most Def, uh, Yasin Bey. Uh, how was that? No, Nikki Giovanni. How was performing yeah, hold on, my nigga was on stage for Black Thought and Yasin yeah, Bey. Yeah, that's Black hard. Thought. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's hard. Yeah, nah, and they're amazing dudes, man. Like, it's just like to be to see your art appreciated. Like, you know, hey, man, vocals crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Them vocals, you know, you can sing, bro. You know, that type of stuff to hear it from, you, you know, performed those your types own, of people. Yeah, you it's, performed it's, your song. Like. It's crazy. And then. um it, think it just be doing stuff. <laughs> he just dropped yeah. that he had, like, you were, like literally before the, before the interview even started. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm on Tlaib's new project. I got yeah. it. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it. Yep. <laughs> like, what the yep. fuck? And those are all connections from um from, from Jessica Caremore, who is just, uh you know, earlier we were talking about, you know, people in the city. Jessica is the first and only person from this city who, you know, has, you know, the connections, resources, and talent to, you know, grab someone by the hand and pull them up. She's done that with me. And um, I'll forever just be so thankful for our friendship, relationship, and and just uh, connection, um, because I think that that's what people like her um, in in cities uh, should do for other people with talent. You should just bring people up, and that's exactly what she's doing with me, man. We got a lot of cool stuff happening behind the scenes. That I can't wait to you know to tell you about. Uh, but no, that night was amazing. It was at NJ Pack, which is New Jersey, uh, you know, performing arts center beautiful theater um and i sang my ass off <laughs> that's really so, cool yeah i uh nigga for sure be singing his ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god i know i just keep thinking about like i want to talk more about the project too Absolutely. but uh, i have a i have a friend brian glowacki comedian and he said this thing that sticks with me forever and he's like you don't have to be the like person who's throwing everybody over the wall but like you gotta send the elevator back down. Damn. Thank you. Okay. And that shit, like, that. like in that moment, yeah. that shit, like you do have to. People above you can treat you like shit, or not. 
But if they do, you start to get jaded and thinking that's what everybody is. That's right. So then you start to get jaded yourself because you're like, well, I guess that's the only way. Look, look, this city is full of jaded people, dog. I'll tell you that yeah. for sure. And yeah. I, honestly, I don't blame them because it's like a lot of people's situations just didn't go as planned. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I take every blessing. Yeah. Grace, you know what I'm saying? Do you like, think that's their fault? It could be. But you never know. At the end of the day, I, I can't really tell you everybody's situation. It's I feel different. you. It's all I a think... different story at the end of the day, but, like, it's a lot of stories here for sure, bro. Like, it's a lot of people who didn't be where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Because sure, sure. they didn't. What do you think that is? They didn't make that decision. It was just shitty luck because you're talking know, you'll about. you see people, like, have a run, and then it'll just kind of, like, like, you know, you see, like, a light, and it just kind of dims down. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if. Niggas just not in the studio as much anymore, or maybe some people. I will say there's a lot of people that, like, just be trying to be cool. You know what mm. I'm saying? They don't really got no passion for music. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, those people going to die out for sure, for sure. But, like, you can always tell people who have actual passion for music. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, easy to sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody really trying to conclusive. They just do this shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think that's for literally anything, like... If you, you're talking about longevity, like I know that I'll never be happy with my work, but I know that's what's going to keep me going forever. Oh, no, I'm never satisfied, ever. But some people hit that level where they just want to be cool and they're satisfied with like the level that they hit. Because even like this album, like I still be critiquing the fuck out of it, like certain things about it that's just like kind of makes me cringe, but at the same time, it's just Mm -hmm. like. Maybe I should just stop being so Dave about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, you, can you go back and listen to your old shit? Like, do you still enjoy? Yeah, your... that kind of, like, I don't, some of it I can't enjoy, but like, some of it's like, damn, you was on some shit that day, little nigga. Like, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Honestly, that's how, I mean, Dilla said this, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, he looks at music, uh, like, every day. It's a mood. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, low key, that's why a lot of people don't realize, like, some rappers, like, if you're trying to give them beats and shit like that, like, you got to realize those beats are the mood you made that day. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The rapper may not be in that mood. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, so maybe, you know, the best way, like, in my opinion, to really make music with somebody is, like, go do some shit. Like, go get some food. Go get some comic books or, like, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, go get some records. That's what, like, me and him did. We'll go get some records and shit like this and food. And then those we'll are the come best days, too. And then we'll come back and make some shit. And then it's, like. We already in that mood. You know what I'm saying? Like, we already, like, we cool with that day. That's how we yeah. feel that day because we, you know what I'm saying? And so once that beat, I, mean, I did that with Matt artists and, like, that's how the best songs get made because this is, like. Spend we, the day with them. Yeah. yeah you know what that's I'm saying? That's the same way yeah. with, like, podcasting. I, I'm happy we got to, like, know, like, we've known each other literally for a year now. That's right. And it's like, okay, I met you last night. I hate showing up to a place and meeting a person for the first time and being, like, Let's have a conversation. Right, right, right. This, as yeah. you could probably tell, this isn't like a normal ass like interview type shit. Like I don't uh-huh. have prepared, per, per, I don't have prepared just, questions. Like I'm just going. I want to see what this moment is. This is a a journal in time for us. Like, appreciate you, though. love it. Man. Sure. No, I, I love your work. I love what you do and how yeah, I've you, seen a few. How you, how you do Thank your, you, man. Uh, interview. I mean, I wouldn't even call it interview. You, yeah, it's just it's a conversation. Like, 
Oh, or when people get mad at me that I'm not like a music journalist. It's like I'm the least music journalist yeah. type person right, ever, right, right, bro. Right, right. I'm a stoner comedian. Like, <laughs> go watch me tell dick jokes January 19th. Oh, Detroit he's coming to House Detroit. He's coming to Detroit, y'all. Yeah, headlining January 19th, Detroit House of Comedy. That's my first headlining show in a different city that, like, is booked at a real club that I didn't have to, like, promote that show. Book that shit myself. Crazy. Congratulations, bro. Thank you. Do you ever have an artist that you don't like? All right, you could fuck with them, but your moods just will never mesh. Like you can like their music, but it's like, damn, we just really will never work together. I mean, I'm not going. I'm not going to name no names. But yeah, there. I've never had like bad. I've never really had like sessions I didn't like. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, uh, I don't know, because like even like. I say like a year or two before I met him, I was like just engineering and like, uh, like just engineering random artists, like just getting mm-hmm. paid. I was trying to pay, I was paying rent off art for like two or three years. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't have a job for a while and just, just doing my thing off music. So like sometimes you got to take artists that you kind of don't really care for. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But at the end of the day, it's like all right, maybe we can get some out of it. A lot of times you don't even have to do your beats, like I said, because I'm just engineering. I'm engineering at the time, so like mm-hmm. some it's. Excuse me. I will say, like, don't just let anybody rap on your beats for sure, for sure. Like, know what you want on your beats for sure, for sure. Cause, like, you gotta understand that's a representation of you. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta like know who to work with. Like, work work with some people that you like actually like. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. don't just don't just give your homeboy the beat just because it's like fuck it, like fuck it. Here's a beat. Like, nah, like nigga, like you should really like think about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, look, he actually messed. Like when I met him and I actually heard what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right. This could work. Like even like when I first time I heard Wolf, I was just like, "Oh yeah, I need to make something with this nigga yeah. for sure." Like, and Gully, we sure. we just talked about this the other day. At, you know, in my boat, it kind of is the same thing. Uh, I think the same way about hopping on, you know, a rapper or a singer's song. You know, if it's not really, you know, meshing, then I probably shouldn't just put my talent on it just because it's this person. You know what I mean? And also, yeah. I may not necessarily so, not like. I agree. It. Like it's just I don't really see where this. No, exactly. I feel you. All right. So, like, when I start, there pits points where I'm like, oh, shit, should I, like, start taking money? People offer me money to come on. Mm. And it's like, all right. But then that's not, this is like, I like to talk this to people I like. Exactly. Like, I'm not nah. sitting in here I will asking say, you questions. Any session I've ever like, seen money for, like, it's not as fun as, like, me making a song with AP or me making a song with Z or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not as fun. Like. It's it's just not like I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, you get some cheese and you happy. Like, right, I can pay my rent, but like, it's just like yeah, because it's the you feel dissatisfied. It's like mm. eating like healthy food or not healthy. It's like eating a good meal versus eating like. Mm. I will say the past few years, I spent less time doing that because I just felt like I need to represent my art better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just fuck with people I actually want to fuck with and who fuck with me. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, not everybody like I meet is gonna be like. All right, I want a gully beat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's cool if you don't. It's cool, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna have no hard feelings about no shit. Like, but it's just like, yeah. you should work with people who like on the same interest level as you are. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, also, also when you rappers, when you when you get an engineer, like, yeah, you might have your homeboy here, but he not really giving no love to this mix. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you should go pay my man's over here because yeah. he like. Yeah, I fuck with your shit. I can, you know, I can take this shit here. I can take this out. He's like, damn, I didn't even know I could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's like, 
It's kind of like being in school. When I was in school, I thought I was the laziest person. I was like, I don't want to do no work. I don't right. care about any of this shit. I'll like, no, nah, my shit ain't kick off to a junior year. Like, that's when I start applying myself. <laughs> but <laughs> now that I'm older, I'm like, I'm not lazy. I just didn't give a fuck about that that's shit. Right. Like, I'm a hard worker if it's about something I care right. about. Yeah. Like, yeah. it'd be hard for people even to find that though. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who ain't really found that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think everyone has something? Yes. And- Cause like, okay, you got one person. Okay, like for male and female, this dude might buy these six hundred dollar Jordans, and a girl might think that's stupid, but she'll go buy a thousand dollar bag. You feel me? So it's like everybody got that thing they'll spend a little more cheese on. You know what I'm saying? Like it might be like a Griselda hoodie. You know, after retail, that shit's like three hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like some people might pay that three hundred. Some people are like nigga, you stupid as hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's all in what you value in that person. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, interest, it's like, you got to kind of, you know what I'm saying, go with what you fuck with. Because, like, like I said, something may be stupid to you, may be the coolest thing in the world to somebody else. Like, I'll tell you this. Like, I buy these uh, Funko Pops. You know what Funkos are? Yeah. Like, nigga, it's like a Jimi Hendrix bitch. It's like $5,000. Like, you know, somebody's going to buy that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not necessarily. I do want it. But, like, <laughs> but I'm not going to pay five bands for it unless I'm just, like, stupid up. Like, nigga, I got the five band Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Talk about. But, like, that's a, yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah. Everyone, yeah. And that passion could be anything. When I was younger, I would be, like, my mom's a teacher. And teachers make no bread. So I'm always, like... Why are you doing this for no bread? She like uh, teaching kids. Because she lo- and then one day I literally I I don't know I would literally no, one shout day out to I teachers, was though, like do you like your job? And she's like I love it more than anything. I get to teach these kids and and that really like that yeah. set it in where it was like oh your passion can be anything. Some people it doesn't have to be going for an art like right. you don't have to be the biggest like name but you do have to find that thing that you love no matter what i found mine yeah <laughs> that's why i asked you before do you think how do people fall off because yeah. that's not the shit they really love yeah okay a lot of people a lot of those rappers that you'll say like fell off i bet you they're doing something that they love right now yeah it may not be like the most famous or like Tension thing, you know what I'm saying? But like, I guarantee they probably found something they really fuck with and just doing that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's all in finding what you fuck with and like just bring a piece to yourself. You, you know have to, right? and that thing could change. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying this because you just said that because Danny just killed fucking Red Rocks. He's about to sell yeah, out man. tonight. Bruiser Thanksgiving. Shout like, out to Brown. What up? Amazing. But he found his passion with the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He loves that podcast. Guy, he changed. That's his he, that's <laughs> yeah, like. That's he already thing. made his name in rap, and he's about to release a project with fucking JPEG and a whole other project that. that are done. I, don't know. I feel like, like at a certain point you get to like. I guarantee you probably still gonna make music. He may not put it out. Yeah, it's like certain. You probably get to a point where it's just like, what more do I gotta prove? But he more? found something else, like his next step. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. could have fell out of love with rapping and then just been like, well, fuck all music, because like I didn't. Yeah. Or you could, or you found that next step. You used it as like a platform. Not. No, I be... tell you the truth. Like that was kind of my cheat code 
Cause like for a lot of producers, like cause you know a lot of producers they be in the crib making beats. You know what I'm saying? Like I was rapping, I knew all the other rappers. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like when I started making beats, they would just come fuck with me because they fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just on some chill. They're like, oh nigga, you got beats? Yeah. Did it just kind of happen like that? You know what I'm saying? Like so like I say I had a cheat code because I was already rapping and performing and doing all that rap shit before. But like so like I and plus also I know how to rap. So like. I know how a rap beat should be made. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I know, well, I won't say it like that. I will say I, I know where the pockets need to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I had to learn when I started making beats that, like, it may be a crazy-ass beat I made, but it might not be no room for a nigga to spit on this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you got to, like, honestly, a lot of the beats I made are, like, probably the simplest shit. Even, like, the dope is in the building. That's just, like, a couple loops I've chopped Love up it. and, like, put up but it's just like it's just that loop you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's just but it's a lot of space for that nigga to rap and it's like some people tend to forget that the uh the vocals are an instrument so it's like that's gonna be your filler yeah you know, i got my own sound i'm an instrument you feel me? Like, <laughs> no but for real and he also has such longevity in it that like he can literally do it over anything because he's a grown-ass man who's one of the <laughs> best rappers ever i want to ask you about that shit going back just a little bit because all right Again, I knew you from other shit, but I feel like a lot of people who so, are on compass. I don't mean to inter- but when you say other shit, is, was it the Bruiser Wolf? Yeah, that's it was Bruiser you, so Wolf, were, okay. and that's when I first heard you. And the, then I, Mama was a dope fiend with knowledge, and then thank God produced by Rafi. Yep. Yeah, and yep. thank Shout God, out my God nigga Rafi. isn't that the opening track on the thank album? The yeah, exactly. Album, yeah. So when I literally yeah. went to listen to that, I was like, yeah. oh shit. Shout out Wolf. But, and this could be ignorant, but I feel like a lot of people who are on singing competition shows or things like that don't go on like don't go on to do anything else because they lose their pat they just did it for that they don't get it they lose their passion that's the thing i'm talking about with you like i even know that like you're doing whole other shit who gives a fuck about that type right not you know what no, I mean no, I, I, I mean, honestly, I would say who, I mean, yeah, I, I say that too, just because um, the whole reality thing and, and, you know, shout out to NBC and all that stuff, but uh, it, it is a show, you know what I'm saying? You're putting on a show, they tell you what facial expressions to make, they tell you, you know, walk past that door, then do it again, because we want to get some B-roll, you know, it's more mm-hmm. about uh, you, not about your voice on the voice. And, Why'd you uh, do it in the first place? They hit me up. Yeah. No flex. They 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 said we want you to come to Boston for an audition. We want you to skip the line and audition. Do they know? And do you I know how it. they found you? Instagram, NBC. They just hit me up, and um, nigga, that's hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did. <laughs> they did. And uh, yeah, went out to Boston. Which you're from Massachusetts. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, when you said that earlier, I was like, damn. I know. When you uh, said that, I was like, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, the audition was there, and then. Um, then COVID happened, so there was like a three or four month period of wait time. But then, yeah, June went to do it, um, and I did have the same thoughts that you're thinking. Um, you know, do I really want to do a TV show? But you know what? Um, I believe in the universal God, and I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that uh, everything is like just divine from a plan. So I know that that was a stepping stone in my plan in my career. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I think were... one day when I win a Grammy, it's going to be cool to say that I was on a TV show. It is, you know what I'm saying? It <laughs> it's it's, it's because it that wasn't your end all be all. Exactly. For a lot of people, if yeah. they don't get that, they're like, yeah. I'm nope. done. And I you, didn't make and it. And you see a lot of people like that on <laughs> like, a lot of the contestants, you know, that's are what like I'm, that. Yeah, and that's why I you fuck know? with you too because it's like yeah. that was just another step in your journey. That's right. 
Like, because yeah, a lot of the singers you like see on shows and shit, they don't like. You don't never see them again. And they the aren't show. making yeah. great even music. Win, even yeah. the winners. Like, yeah, like even some see. of the winners you don't see. Like, other than Ruben Stutter, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are there. J-Hud, J-Hud, J-Hud. And Pantasia, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, oh, she was on the show. American Idol. Yeah, that's crazy. Didn't Kelly Clarkson win one of those? Honestly, But still, you got to think numbers-wise how many people are on, like, every reality singing show. Music show. Hey, like, oh, shout out girl. Jennifer Hudson because, like, I didn't even associate with her. Didn't she win a fucking Oscar, like, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's up there. She won, is, Did she win that's an a Oscar? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, shit's hard to sell. Yeah. Um, but it's cool when it's just another stepping stone. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's so funny. There's this comedy show called Kill Tony. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen it. Yeah, so when I was 17 years old, I used a fake ID to get into the comedy store in L.A., and the first time I ever did comedy was on Kill Tony. What, bro? For real? Yeah. And a lot of people, if we're talking about a lot of comedians, go on Kill Tony and don't do shit. But that was. I need to look this clip. Is it? Yeah, it's episode 140. Uh, I want to make sure I got it right. 149. That's dope, man. Um, Yeah, I like Kill Tony. It's just, uh, that's why I really, I think I connect with you more is because, yeah, there's a lot. uh, 147. Okay. Um. That was the first time I did comedy, and a lot of people will do that and be like, "Oh, I got on Kill Tony, I'm good." Yeah. But that's this. This is eight no, years later. Yeah. This is eight years later, and I'm finally headlining my first show out of state. Like and I'm look finally what you've done since then too. Even with the, uh, you know, just with the music musicians, um, you know, rappers and singers that you know, um, and just building relationships. That's awesome too. That's part of your stepping stone. Yeah, when you, know when you said when you win a Grammy, it's gonna be cool to say you did that. When I fucking get a Netflix special, it's gonna be cool to say I claim started it. on claim it. Kill claim Tony. It. Like, hey, speak that shit into existence. Manifest that shit, money. That shit's manifestation doesn't have to be spiritual at all. It doesn't have to be God related. It doesn't have to be anything other than if you don't put forward steps to do something, it's never gonna happen. Yeah, how you gonna get that? And that's as simple nah, I ain't gonna as it lie, is. Like, for sure, like I told myself, I was gonna do boiler room, but I didn't expect to do that this year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I expect that like a few years from now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so, like to knock that off my like bucket list is like crazy. Like, for sure, for sure, for sure. What's yeah. your proudest moment? This is for both of you. My proudest? Hmm. I ain't gonna lie. Probably giving my dad that vinyl for sure. Like and seeing like because that's my my real last name is Gully. Like my name is David Gully. So like, like so like for him to see like Gully on record like that was that was live for me for sure. That's beautiful. Yeah, shout out to Pops too. Um, my proudest moment. Surprisingly, probably on the on the voice, man. Like when, um, cause it was during COVID season, so like your family couldn't be there. But um, they make you like walk into this room before you go on stage, and then like your family pops up. So, like, it was a surprise to just see my mom. I hadn't seen her in, like, six weeks. But you're there, like, doing all the, you know, uh, training and vocal sessions and stuff. And, yeah, my mom just, like, pops up. And uh, she said how proud she was of me to be on national te- television. And um, to make it that far for my family to see that, that's a proud moment. That's yeah. beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. That's cool that for both of you it's – you got to follow your shit and then get the respect of your parents. Right, right. Because I think that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I love my parents. They're so supportive of me, which is really cool because then I can be like, look at, 
Like you did raise someone who can do something right. Exactly. You know what? Like, even if I fucked up other shit, like even if (laughs) I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I really, you raise someone who can set out on their plan and actually do it. Which shout out to the parents, man. Is and that goes back. How many people can create an idea and manifest it? I didn't know my boy Sam was so philosophical, man. We like, man. I ain't gonna lie. I used to think about working with one specific singer, like, for years. Like, like, lucky I was working with uh, my guy, Satomi the Riff. Like, shout out to him. I made, like, this chocolate cake song, and um, I forgot the name of the song, but uh, I was just working with him a lot. And I'll be, I'll be honest, like, a lot of those, like, sessions helped me to, like, be able to work with a nigga like AP. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I appreciate that nigga for those sessions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, but no, nah, I used to always just think like, but the thing is like, uh, Shatomi, like he, uh, his shit is like, oh, him, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of going in his direction. Like I always kind of had like a direction for a specific singer, but it's like, I never got to literally like tap into that for real, for other than like super cool wicked. Shout out to my, my name Morgan. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, if you don't know about super cool wicked. No, you know, I don't. I'm going to check that shit out. That's, Cole, that's, Cole that's Love just walked in the building. What's going on? Come on over here, boy. <laughs> Look, uh, it's my homie Sam. Good to meet you, man. I'm from Massachusetts. Good to meet you, bro. DJ, good friend. Oh, dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Working with like Super Cool Wicked, Amber Shane, like it kind of helped me like to get to where I wanted to go with him. Because, like I said, all those artists are like, you ever hear like those stories about Badu? It's like it's a Badu session, nigga, and like how like Questlove had to like trick her into liking shit. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So it's like. It's like I didn't really have to do that with him. You know what I'm saying? Like everything I've been like visualizing for years to try to like do, like it just happened naturally with this nigga. Like it was just like for sure. Like yeah. what we do you claimed think it too. It's funny. Like we claimed it like before this album the album you just heard. Like we literally said out loud, like this is going to change our lives. Like he still has a text message when I I was out in Washington and I I wrote most of the album out there. And I was just like, Yo, man, like this album's gonna change our lives and we just claimed it. And I will say that that album is, yeah. it will be, change your lives. It yeah, it's going to get in the right hands and it's just going to be okay. We see what y'all two brothers are trying to do. Even if it, it just is supposed to, it is supposed to be that, I, I can't even speak right now, but it's supposed <laughs> to be that way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's, what do you guys think your connection is? Like, why do you think you guys made such a perfect project? Well, one like soul music. Like that's like specifically so like you know what I'm saying like like Motown like you don't hear that no more like you know who's on Motown right now like Migos like like you know what I'm saying no disrespect to them but it's just like that's not Motown you know what I'm saying it's not like the you know uh Temptations you know what I'm saying Supremes you know what I'm saying uh so it's just like you don't really hear that from nobody no more like but. I've always wanted to like tap into that. Like, of course, I'm just the home city, but like, even if it wasn't the home city, like, like I said, you know, my first introduction to music is like Rick James Got Band. You know what I'm saying? So like, all that music was in the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Luther Vandross was like Jesus in my grandmother's house for sure. Like, for sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't speak ill about Luther yeah. or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Or Michael Jackson for sure. Like, you would get beat up. Like, like even my auntie, like, uh. 
who was her Phil Collins. Like Ooh. that was her. That Ooh. was her guy for sure. Like you couldn't speak about anything about Phil Collins. Like Phil Collins was one of my first CDs. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, Not like anybody in our household. Like you know, what I'm saying like I had a real like music household. Like you know, what I'm saying like my mom and dad like were in a band. They weren't in the same high school, but like my dad was like um, a drummer. Like he got full ride scholarships to like Texas Southern and shit like that. Oh, so he used to oh. take me to like Texas and see like the bands like playing shit like that. So like, like yeah, like so like you so like like I said like before I even got into rap, you know what I'm saying? Like or like it was just soul, you know what I'm saying? Like that's like my first interpretations of music. So it's like yeah, I always wanted to tap into that. You know what I'm saying? I would have like, the same answer honestly. Soul, it's just like he's. I'm speaking with my vocal cords. Billy is speaking through software and hardware in his mind. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That's just his, his art comes, his soul comes from the rhythm and melodies in his head. Mine just come from my, my voice. Like I use my, my voice. And you only have one track with a live band on the project? Yeah. But the band is called Black Hands Up, and it's definitely getting its own album. And when I say, like, this is some of the, like, craziest shit, like, I've ever like helped producer like just put niggas together in the same room to like like that shit I, I know we've been talking about this shit gonna change our lives nigga that shit's gonna change our lives for real like that black hand side shit like it's something else it's like original um uh, I can't think of the word uh arrangements and shit yeah, like that yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying like like it's like like some of it I'm sampling on the NPC and like the band is kind of going where I'm going but it's just like from the first session, we sat down and, like, made shit, like, it was just, like, magic. The first session till till now, like, and it was just, like, I could take a lot of the credit, but I can't because, like, them dudes, like, I ain't had to guide nobody, like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I ain't had to be like, oh, you off right here, my nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they know they were shit. on it, like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out my nigga. Shit, it's a lot of niggas. And they're all jazz majors. Hold on, um, we got to get all these niggas' names right. Oh, right. Alan. Alan, Todd. James, Woods, Steve. Todd. Todd, no, that nigga's name is Devin. James. Todd, Devin, James. He got all yeah, type of names. Yeah. Uh, out <laughs> the ego. Um, and Brian. Yeah. And Brian. Um, shout out to all them, bro. Like them, them niggas. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like that's some of the like the best music I've like, like been involved with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, I can't like, say will be a household name. Um, very soon. Uh, we, we we ready to take over. Why do you think that was missing in music? Where do you think it went? What's that? Soul. Motown. Shit. I mean, things change, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Evolution, like, like, we wouldn't have a little Uzi Vert without change. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. Things go. Who just released arguably the best song in his career? I ain't gonna lie. That's just like. I was in New York. <laughs> I, yo, I was in New York and like to hear like Fuck Flex be like, this fucking little Uzi Vert song. <laughs> like the Fuck Flex and shit. That shit was like hilarious Damn, to, to be like. Just wanna rock? No, nah, that shit heat. I wanna like, rock. I, ain't gonna lie. I can't wait to like get in a setting where I can actually DJ that shit. Like I do. I like. I bro, that sounds crazy. Anyone who says Uzi fell off. Nah, nah that shit's crazy. <laughs> nah, that song's hard. I ain't gonna lie, that one's hard as fuck. But, but uh, where do you think it went? Um, some things just turn into classic and don't, you know, keep up. Uh, I mean, but know, there are people who still do it. You know what I'm saying? There are people still like, like yeah. uh, Adrian Young. Like, yeah. that nigga's crazy. He still records on tape. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, like oh, that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I was, I feel I was like- gonna say though, as far as like. 
you know, I just think that like the Motown sound is just like has just become a thing of the past. Nobody really like just kept up with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when we when we turn on Marvin Gaye, when we turn on, you know, the Temptations, it's like you automatically think of that time. Yeah, because like, the farthest it know, goes in like rap, I feel like right now, and it's not at all is like a Rod Wave type. Like I'm not too familiar with him. I'm not, yeah. I don't Neither know. of you listen to him. Oh, that's surprising. I, actually, I will. No, I would like to know what you think about it because will, yeah, it's. Okay. Uh, I've been hearing his name a lot though. Yeah, I'm hearing his. I just never really like it. Take it'll take a minute for me to tap into. Some He's people, like a, like, right like a church singer you know who's rapping, who's singing over like. Trap, like oh. not even trappy beats, oh, but just like, yeah, he sings. Oh, okay. That's why I wanted to know what you thought like an about NBA him. Young boy type flow. No, no, like flow? he sees like oh, church singing. sings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? I need to hear this. Gotcha. Wow. Shout out Rod Way, man. My bad, man. I'm about to get no, on, I'm I about just, to get on I, that. I just didn't know if you guys knew him. Nah, I've, like I don't know. Like like I said, I'll be listening to fucking nah. Teddy Pendergrass. <laughs> my thing is like I'm always just searching for more music because that's my thing. Yeah, but when you're yeah. in it, it's different. Like I'm not searching no, I mean, for comedians. Like, I'm a like DJ, so like you should see my house. It's like flooded with vinyls <laughs> everywhere, like everywhere for sure. Like it's but it's it's so many motherfuckers, man. It's hard to keep yeah, up. Yeah, there's so many, and it's like I don't know. I I kind of pay more attention to the underground cats. You know what I'm saying? Like the cats ain't really making like on the radio. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, you saw how long it took currency to get on the radio. You know Shit, what I'm bro. So, right, I've been listening to that nigga forever. Like, well, that's mm-hmm. why I'm talking. Like, Wolf's album will be looked at back on, but it's not like. I ain't gonna let that album gonna be come back, and it's like, people are gonna be talking about that shit for years. For like, uh, yeah. It's like, that's it. Shout out my nigga Rafi, dog. That's an amazing For, sure. for real. I've yeah. known Rafi for years. Right that's my nigga, dog. When is the drop, uh, project dropping? What project? Like, you guys. I don't know. We don't really have like yeah. a say in that. We don't know. <laughs> but uh Oh, I'll, all right. I go. I get it. Well, yeah. but see, I like it because it's such a secret thing. Like I, I just I feel like just people know yeah. what's up. And when it drops, it'll but be it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Cause like, I don't know, we've played it for very select people and the reactions we get we we really hold on to. Like you guys both of y'all listening to it. That that really, it was an that honor because really something. I'm glad you understand. Like that's the thing. When we when I play, you know, Gully and I's album, um, for people to understand is, is is so meaningful. Like I'm glad that you get it because we're really um making a statement. Uh but yeah, nah, I mean we plan we twenty twenty three, like spring. Okay. Like winter twenty twenty three is what our goal is, you know. Awesome. Um, yeah, hopefully twenty twenty three. Like we got some behind the scenes stuff. Um and we, but I, don't know, I like me personally, like, like I said, I'm real big on presentation. So, like, if you go look at my past work, it's like all my artwork is like I really like paid somebody to like make that shit crispy and perfect for that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm big on like just theming shit, like, and just making it like, like getting the colors right and like you know what I'm saying and making sure the videos match the fucking cover art to the flyer that you put out. Like, like I'm like everything got to be cohesive. Even the merch got to match what we doing. Like, you know what I'm That's saying? Right. Like, if but this is like this one, like because like I just feel so strongly about it. It's like he he decided he wants to drop everything all at once, like vinyls, album, shirts, so that. So it's like all right, so we we getting that shit down now. The album's done, so now that we, it's all the other shit. Now. It's all the other it's shit all the now. other yeah, shit yeah, now. Yeah. Man, I'm really happy we got to do this. Yeah, I'm this excited. was a. Uh, 
Really dope conversation. I appreciate you, dog. Yeah, I never did no interview shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah, well, no, it's no, an no, honor, man. No, no. I'm happy we finally got this, too. Absolutely, man. Um, it's been an honor. Uh, and also, it's just cool to, because I'm a fan of you, too, so it's just like watching your page, and you're, like, literally in my house. That's man, dope. It's, so, like, I'm a fan, I gotta too. say, that, 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 it's kind of dope. <laughs> like, and I'm really looking forward to your comedy show. Man, uh, thank you so much. You know, we're going to be there to support you, and um, we're going to bring some people out. January 19th, Detroit House of Comedy. Do you guys have anything you want to plug before we wrap up? I just want to say just thank you to, you know, anybody paying attention that, you know, has been a supporter of me um, or is a new supporter of me or, you know, just watching this, hearing this. Um, it's just getting a sense of, you know, someone that you want to get to know uh, as far as their art. Uh, please get to know me and my art. And uh, that's all I got to say. Um, shit. Um, we'll look up for his album and my album. I guess. <laughs> Shout out my nigga Jimbo. Yeah. Peace out, everyone. This has been Bucked Up. Peace and love. So, rap. Shit, man. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. All the way from Massachusetts, my boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,